0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, April 24th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri's governor will unveil his plan today to reopen the state's businesses. Mike Parson is still committed to reopening Missouri May 4th. Health professionals are concerned that lifting any statewide stay-at-home order too soon could lead to more coronavirus cases. Parson says the state needs to be able to fight the virus and open the economy. Those anticipated guidelines from the governor will have an immediate impact on Franklin County. Many non-essential businesses in that area are allowed to reopen this weekend. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is extending a stay-at-home order through the end of May. There will be some changes from the regulations that were set to expire April 30th. Most residents, for example, will have to wear masks indoors and outdoors. Also, Pritzker says Illinois parks will reopen May 1st, but people will still have to stay six feet apart. A testing site is slated to open today in Granite City. SIHF Healthcare says a Belleville location started accepting patients yesterday in the Metro East. The company also has a testing site in East St. Louis. A Care STL location on Whittier Street in North St. Louis will reopen Monday. It shut down earlier this month after a staff member tested positive for coronavirus. Here are the numbers. Missouri reports more than 6,300 cases. Slightly more than 59,000 patients have been tested. There have been nearly 220 deaths. In Illinois, state health officials report almost 37,000 positive results out of roughly 173,000 tests. There have been nearly 1,700 deaths in that state. In a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on the pandemic-fueled debate over absentee balloting in Missouri. As we mentioned, Missouri's governor is expected to provide details today of his plan to reopen many businesses in the state May 4th. Mike Parson wants to balance safety amid the pandemic with the need to restart the economy. A county in the area is not waiting until early next month. Many non-essential businesses in Franklin County can reopen this weekend, but not all are taking advantage of those relaxed guidelines. Vero Fitness in Pacific will stay closed. Owner Nick Jansen.
1: A few people wanted to laugh at me. Fine, have your laughs, but I'm going to bed tonight knowing that I made the right decision for the health and safety of my members.
0: Jansen says the decision to remain closed is largely influenced by advice from nurses and doctors who go to his gym. In Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker says he is extending a stay-at-home order through the end of the month. Mike Smith reports.
1: Governor Pritzker's announcement comes at a time when the state is soon expected to reach a daily peak in deaths from COVID-19. Pritzker says data from experts like doctors and scientists say the state has made progress, but it still has ways to go.
0: I'm asking you to hold on for just a little while longer to help make sure that we all see through to the other side of this
1: struggle. The executive order comes with some new mandates, like requiring face masks in stores and public areas. Some non-essential businesses will have the opportunity to take online and phone orders. Public areas like some state parks, golf courses, and greenhouses can also reopen, and some elective medical procedures will be able to resume. I'm Mike Smith.
0: Nearly 200 St. Louis-area businesses have received a $5,000 zero-interest loan from a fund backed by regional economic development groups. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, business owners affected by the outbreak welcome the help but say it does not go far enough.
1: Mo Costello has operated Mocha Bee's Coffee House near Tower Grove Park for nearly three decades. It should be her busiest time of the year. But with curbside pickup the only option right now, business is down about $10,000 a month. Costello recently received a $5,000 interest-free loan that's helping cushion the blow. So $5,000 was wonderful, but it's not a lifesaver and it's not a business saver. It gets me, uh, you know, another month. Costello says she's grateful for the money. She plans to pay off utilities and employee health insurance premiums for the month, but that's about all it will cover. Costello worries without long term government support, businesses like hers will continue to struggle even after they're allowed to fully reopen. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: The most recent coronavirus bill headed to President Donald Trump's desk includes a Missouri senator's plan to develop coronavirus testing technology. Roy Blunt is backing a $1 billion plan aimed at developing more efficient tests for diagnosing the virus. He wants government agencies to partner with the private sector on the best ideas to fund. Blunt compares the plan to the television show Shark Tank, where entrepreneurs try to convince investors to back their proposals. What's good to find here is the real synergy between the private sector and government bringing people in to evaluate, bringing things in to be evaluated, and then government encouraging the private sector to take a little more risk than you normally would to get out there. Blunt worked with Tennessee Senator Lamar Alexander on the plan. The coronavirus outbreak is prompting some to call for expanded access to absentee ballots, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports the Missouri legislature may not act on the issue. That could give judges the final call on fundamental changes to the voting process. Sandy Diamond is planning to vote this year, even amid
1: rampant coronavirus concerns. If the university city resident has to cast a ballot in person, she'll put on a mask and make sure to practice social distancing. But Diamond would like to see policymakers come up with ways to make more Missourians feel comfortable about participating in the upcoming elections, including expanding access to absentee ballots.
0: And they should do everything in their power to make sure that people feel safe uh, in casting their vote this year.
1: Missouri's election officials are trying to make absentee ballots more available for voters as a means of tamping down on big crowds at the polls. It's part of a national policy debate about making it easier to cast a ballot at home to reduce coronavirus spread. Some are taking direct action. St. Louis County election officials are sending out absentee ballot applications to voters who are over 60, including Sunset Hills resident Reed Radcliffe. Radcliffe was happy to get these applications, especially since his wife is immunocompromised.
0: Oh, it's absolutely a good move. I I think a lot of people wouldn't even go vote. Because they'd be afraid of contracting the virus. Even, I mean, there's, I'm, my neighbors, some of my neighbors, they won't even go to the grocery store or anywhere.
1: But some election officials feel that the state legislature needs to take additional steps. Even though you can get an absentee ballot in Missouri due to incapacity or confinement due to illness, there's not universal agreement among local election officials whether that applies to the coronavirus pandemic. Boone County Clerk Brianna Lennon wants lawmakers to pass a bill allowing someone to apply for an absentee ballot in a pandemic, a move she says will reduce voter anxiety.
0: I've had voters tell me I'm just not going to cast a ballot in the upcoming election, and that's heartbreaking. And when it's something that I can't make any better without a legislative change. That's one of the reasons I think there are so many election officials on both sides of the aisle that are trying to make this better because we hear from voters every day.
1: Lawmakers are slated to return to Jefferson City on Monday, but it's not clear whether they will take any action on expanding absentee balloting during a pandemic. And Governor Mike Parson is not necessarily endorsing the idea until he sees what lawmakers actually pass. Know well enough a lot of times when a bill comes forward, it's got a lot of other things in there you're not expecting. So point being, uh, if that bill comes through and it's a clean bill and the legislature and the secretary of state and the county clerks all sign off on it, uh, you know, we'll make that decision at that time. Some are looking to the courts as opposed to the legislature for action. The ACLU of Missouri filed a lawsuit last week seeking clarity about whether current state law allows for a voter to get an absentee ballot because of a pandemic. Tony Rothert of the ACLU of Missouri says the suit is meant to provide assurances for election officials who don't agree on the matter. If you have to vote in person, uh, you're risking uh, spreading
0: a disease or perhaps um, uh, contracting a disease that you were going to spread to your
1: family. For her part, Cre Corps resident Suzette Allinger believes that voters will be comfortable coming to the polls over the next few months to take part in critical municipal, state and federal elections. In addition to being a frequent voter, Allinger also has experience as a poll worker. They know the rules. The rule is wear a face mask. The rule is abide by the rules. The rules are not going to change. So as long as they follow code, everybody's gonna be fine. The first test for election officials will be on June 2nd, where voters around the state will decide on city council and mayoral contests, as well as municipal and school bond issues. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur.